0: Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of the Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Justin Lewis on the line. Justin, how are you?
1: I'm doing excellent. Thanks, Mike, for having me on the show.
0: Oh, my pleasure. Great to finally connect to get you on the show. So today we're going to talk about moving the needle. And I know we talked a little bit in the pre-show about during this time, which at the time of this recording, we're in the middle of a pandemic, is actually a great time for people to improve themselves to put forth the effort for them to improve their lives so let's let's jump in so a little bit about you on um, the work that you're doing and then we can dive into you know some ideas that people can use to to make their lives better
1: excellent well i am the host of the hard thing podcast i started it about a year ago and the general idea of the podcast is In order to make strides in your life towards the goals you're trying to accomplish, the things you're trying to achieve, often, almost every single time, you're going to have to go through, around, over, under, whatever adjective or preposition you want to use, uh, through a hard thing. And so the whole goal of the podcast is helping people make those steps, take those journeys through those hard things, moving the needle to accomplish their goals. That's it in uh, in a nutshell. And uh, basically what we do is we interview High performance people like Mike actually who uh, uh, who have done hard things, been to the trenches and lived to tell the tale, uh, and so we try and extract stories and, and principles and strategies from them on how to actually do that
0: do you and this is i don 't think I asked this when I was on the show, but do you see common elements amongst all the people you've interviewed that have done the hard things? Is there is there a, a secret sauce to them or something that you commonly see? Because obviously, I know in you know, listening to your show, I mean, you have a diverse group of people that have done yeah. hard things in their life. But I'm, I'm curious, is there something in particular that they do that helps them you know, do those hard things in life?
1: <clears throat> that's a great question. And actually, that's Honestly the whole point of the show finding that commonality and figuring out how to replicate it within ourselves. Interestingly enough I found that one of the commonalities I've seen is that all of the people I've talked to aren't they weren't born under a lucky star. They weren't, you know, a knight in shining armor from their youth. They they're just like me and you. They're, they're normal people and it's funny a lot of them detail weaknesses that they've had. So I've talked to multiple people. I had Jonathan Robinson on the show a couple of weeks ago, and he had the chance to interview the Dalai Lama, Mother Teresa. These really impressive people. And yet, at the beginning of the show, he told me that he was he was shy as a kid. He was nervous about talking to people. He wasn't comfortable. And I think more than anything is these people, the commonality they've been able to disregard their fears about the certain hard things or, or the negative thoughts or, or, or whatever it is. And they've been able to move through it. And I think that commonality is, first of all, they believe that it's possible. They don't really think like, Oh, there's nothing I can do. And second of all, they try like a lot of them. They don't in, in telling their stories, they don't say I, I had to, you know, put up all this courage and obviously, you know, they do, but more than anything, they say, yeah, I just, I did it. And then, Good things or bad things happen, but then I keep doing things, and, and it's weird that their life just changed. So I, I, I'd say those are some of the two commonalities I've noticed.
0: Yeah, you know, i thinking about that, and again, you know, listening to your show and, and the guests that you had, you, there's always that initial am I ready to do this? And they say, you know what? I, I I gotta do it. I gotta take that step. And then they take the other step and they misstep and fall down and dust. But they don't go back. They're like, no, I don't want to go back there. Uh, I've I've already started to move the needle so let's keep moving it let's do it it's not a straight line we've all seen that image of you know success you know is like a squiggly line all the way up to yeah. to the level that you want to get to and that's exactly how it looks it's it, it's messy you miss step you you make decisions that well that didn't work out like I hope but You you can't let that hold you back. There's going to be those experiences, and that's where growth comes in the experience. And, you know, I think back to my own journey, you know, since my year of worst case scenarios and even the last five years. You know, I was looking at at my bio um, earlier because I had to send it off for uh, a speaking engagement. And I, I was looking at it, and, you know, I've obviously revised it several times, but I'm looking at it and I'm looking. Pretty much everything that has happened in that bio has taken place in the last five years. And like, I've been around longer than five years, but I'm looking at it going, holy crap. And I'm like, whoa. And, but I know the steps. I can trace them back and you know, I can say, yeah, in order to be able to accomplish that, I had to mess with this or for the podcast. The biggest problem I had with iTunes was getting my damn artwork to show up. And it's like, finally, it's like, just resize it to the, the size that apple wants did a hey there's my logo you know that took forever and it was well it's i remember those frustrations early on and you know even you know to current day there's always challenges that you face but if it were easy everybody would do it it's and it's that's you know the hard thing you know yeah. you're stealing your thunder here it's yeah. It's pushing through, but when you push through, just like when you're exercising, you know, to build up muscle, you've you got to strain things in order for it to expand. And, and if you just, like, do this, like, okay, I'm, I'm lifting 12-ounce curls or something, well, yeah. th- something's going to grow, but it ain't going to be muscle. Uh, <laughs> and I know that personally. So um, so you, you get that challenge. But end of the day, it's like, it, it's worth it, though. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. That people that have a difficult time pushing forward, you know, get connected with those goals and why is it important to you? Because, you know, I always ask people, okay, what are your goals? And they'll say, well, I want to do this and this. Well, why? Mm -hmm. And sometimes they don't really know the answer to that, which I thought, well, wait a minute, you know, then why? Then you're not going to put in the effort because if it's something that you really, truly want, you'll put in the effort to do it.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's interesting you mentioned that because I think that's another commonality that they have is these high-performing individuals are able to draw meaning from certain activities in their lives. And other people haven't necessarily learned that skill. Uh, I think Viktor Frankl says something to the effect of uh, true suffering is is only suffering if there's no meaning. If there's meaning, then, then it kind of transcends that. And I think that these high-performing individuals, they're able to kind of see the bigger picture. But, but like you said, they, they can instill their why. They, they can pull meaning out of mundane tasks and, and give themselves a bigger reason why they're doing it. And I think that's a skill that all of us really should work on because then we'll be able to fold laundry and it'll mean something to us because we're doing something for ourselves or our families, if that makes sense.
0: I folded laundry the other day. So I know, I know that thing. it's like a, a place for my stuff or like, you know, behind me, that, there's that poster back there. It's kind of blocked by the bookshelf, but it says I have CDO, which is OCD, but the letters are in alphabetical order as they should be. Um, so, so I'm one that's like clothes put away, you know, yep, phones, yep. all that kind of stuff. And, you yeah. know, it's, it just it, because for me, you know, when I, I talk to people about successful starts to their day and boundaries and all the other fun stuff I talk about, but I tell them it's like when you aren't running around like a crazed maniac in the morning to get ready because you've done things and have things where they're supposed to be. You know, George Carlin a place for my stuff. You know, the, it's just, you know that's still his favor- My favorite skit of his too. Uh, but when you have things in order that makes sense to you. It's such a big difference because it reduces the stress and it allows you to focus your time and energy and thoughts on the challenging things in life. Finding your keys every morning should not be the challenge that you sign up for in your life or having your clothes figured out what you want to wear for the day. You have a general idea on that so you're not thinking about that stuff. So you can focus your energy and thoughts and, and motivation on the things that are going to help you move the needle forward. But I see so many people struggling with even the most mundane tasks because it's like they don't have any, any organization at all. And organization to everybody is different, but it's like figure out a way where you don't have to think about this, where it's just easier.
1: Exactly. And they've actually done studies I can't remember exactly which ones, but these studies have, have proven that discipline is like a muscle. It, it exhausts itself throughout the day and it needs to recharge. And obviously you can work on it and grow it. But like you said, we shouldn't be spending our discipline to look for our keys. We should be spending a little discipline to put the keys back where they need to be and then use our discipline on more meaningful tasks where we think we're going to move the needle, where we can actually add in our focus and, and make things happen.
0: Yeah, it makes it so much easier, too. And even to the point of you know, boil, you know know, having a kettle if you're going to warm up for tea or something in the morning, you'll have the water ready to go. So when you wake up with one eye open, you can just go click and turn the kettle on. And you don't have to worry about pouring the water or anything like that. And then you can wake up and hopefully wake up before you start pouring scalding hot water all over the <laughs> Yeah, On start.
1: a good day only, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. A bad day will wake you up. I tell you. You, get, you, that will wake you up really quick. You won't be sleepy after. Like, uh, probably, you know, I, I know that from personal experience. So,
1: okay.
0: so, so for somebody that is like, you know, they, they get to hear this and they say, all right, I'm ready to move the needle. I want to do something. What are some things that they can do to, to start helping them get get to the point where they can be successful in doing it in knowing, of course, that it's not going to be an easy thing because if it was, like I said before, they would have done it already. So what are some things you want people to do to start getting themselves prepared for you know the hard work that they have to face?
1: Yeah. Uh, first of all, I, I love how you say, if it was easy, everyone would do it. Growing up, that was something my dad would say to me, every time I'm having a bad day or I'm failing at something, and at the time, it would only make me mad, <laughs> uh, but now I, I love hearing that because it 's true uh, the other The other side of the coin is that anyone can do it, even though it 's hard and uh, that 's exactly why i 'm here and, and i 'm on this podcast to help people know that they can do it and i 'd say that 's the first step, realizing that you can do it, and obviously, there has to be an it to do, so you have to you have to fix your mind on what you want to do, but you need to pull away the negative stereotypes you have around yourself. So often we, we fill our own minds with excuses or accusations, even that we're not good enough and that we don't have the same stuff at the same time that we fill our minds that other people around us are naturally born gifted. And both of those are lies because it takes hard work on both accounts. And if we do hard work, just like them, we can reach the same situation. I believe that every, uh, Every outcome, every accomplishment is kind of like a formula. And if you get the right ingredients in the formula, you get the right end result. And obviously, you'll have to do some introspecting. But first thing, you need to know that it's possible. Second thing, you need to start looking for models of things that you want to do or become that have done it to to reinforce that idea that it's possible, but also start to break down that formula for yourself. And again, that's that's why the podcast is as it is, so that way we can pull people like you, Mike, who have done those hard things, and on on the show, I've asked you uh, and all of my guests. I'll ask, I'll, I'll pause, and I'll say, "Hey, for this specific situation that you did, what are some things that you would recommend to someone who's trying to do something exactly like that?" Because I want people to start looking at these models, start looking at our heroes, and then start breaking it down and saying, "Okay, you know, uh, what were the the tests of Hercules? That if I did the same thing, I'd be like Hercules." Uh, And then after that, you continue on that same vein of thought, you break down what those heroes have done, and then you create your own hero's journey. You start trying to craft certain experiences that you think are going to create those characteristics in yourself that you see in your heroes. And so this is where you start. uh, Well, at this point, hopefully, and obviously this is a little bit general, but by this point, hopefully you've written down what you want to do and then... At this point, you have noted certain things that your heroes have done who have done similar to what you want to do. And then you can start emulating that. From there, you create your plan. And in this, you kind of use the scientific method. So you create hypotheses, meaning uh, if I do this certain activity X amount of times, I will create this characteristic, this result in my life. And then you iterate. You check back and see if your hypothesis was right. If it wasn't, you change up the formula. And then you go from there and reiterate until you get your achievement or result.
0: And the great thing about that exercise too is once you have the confidence and you've seen mentors or other people that have done it before and they've given you the roadmap of how it worked for them, obviously your road might look a little bit different, but you've at least got some guidelines and some guideposts along the way. And also too, you, you have the right as you're moving along to... Pivot to go something a little bit different because when you're doing this work, you realize actually, I would really love to work on this. So you can have that choice. It's your life, you can do whatever you want. But ideally, the whole idea is to move for personal growth or shift your business. If you're an entrepreneur, you know, even you know, personally speaking, you know, the things that I'm doing right now are different than what I originally imagined them to be when I launched my organization several years ago um, because of opportunities, of growth, of skilling up on certain things that I needed to brush up on, which has created opportunities for me to do some things that I'm really enjoying to do. And those opportunities wouldn't have come if I didn't push myself to say, okay, let's, let's launch a business do you realize how much work it is to run a business? Yes. I knew what it was because I consulted people that did that. And I, okay, why do I want to do this? What's my, why, why is this important to me? Why do I want to walk away from a quote unquote safe uh, role and go this journey? Uh, Because I strongly felt that I needed to. And, and, you know, checking with myself and making sure, yeah, I, I need to do this. And I think everyone should ask themselves that same question. It should be something that one, they want to do. Of course, if you don't want to, then it's going to be an uphill battle and you're not going to, you're going to throw in the towel long before you even start. But if you, if you match that want with you, you really see a need that you can address by doing this, whatever it is, uh, it, it, it makes it easier In my opinion, I'm not saying it doesn't diminish the challenging things, but those hurdles and roadblocks are a little bit easier to face because you know what the end goal is. You know, okay, this is the destination. This is a journey that I'm on and it's going to have some twists and turns, but ultimately it's going to be so worth it at the end when you get there and you're doing the work and you're seeing how it impacts people. it's That's my hope for everybody, that they find that thing for them that just helps them really make an impact in their world and the world of people around them because it's such an amazing feeling to be able to do it.
1: Yeah, and anyone can do it. And uh, one thing I really like about what, what you're saying is that to continually come back to your why, uh, I'm a huge fan of fiction. Actually, I think it's, it's useful because in a way, we can kind of create these mental models of characters or people and test them against ourselves and society and see if we like them, if we don't agree with them. I mean, there's a reason why villainous characters create certain feelings within us, hate, anger, where we just don't like them. And th- that's a really easy way to kind of paint for ourselves the future vision of ourself as a hero. And I think it's, it's valuable to, to see ourselves in our own hero's journey and to continually think about the, the treasure at the end of the journey after we slay the beast and, and to continually think about returning home and, and rescuing the damsel in distress. I mean, at, at least for us, for, for a woman, it'd probably be different. But because then every time, you know, I, I'm thinking of Lord of the Rings, every time Frodo and Sam are, are having a difficult time, they think about the fate of their world as they knew it and the fact that they have to, they have to win because people are relying on them. And, and they think about that and it gives them motivation and kind of pushes them forward even though they're going through hell, really. Uh, it pushes them forward to do this unthinkable task that no one thinks they could do. And I think that if we do the same thing, if we think about what's driving us, all of the hard things that come at us, we're more willing to take them on. It, it kind of helps us, helps us set our expectations to where, you know what what, what comes, I'm going to take it on and I'm going I'm to move forward willingly because that's the only way you can actually reach the end, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, the, the fiction angle is great. You know, I'm a big fan of biographies and autobiographies to see how world leaders navigated through insurmountable odds to win you know, and that was a hero's journey as well. You know, you've seen many of those things are in movies, which, you know, are are based on actual events and, but it's still, you know, a film or a fiction story where you're like okay are they going to be able to blow up the death star are they going to be able to rescue this you know is, is are you going to be able to undo what thanos did you know all of these things hopefully i'm not spoiling anything right? <laughs> it's like you know by, by now with all this time off everybody said you probably should have caught up on all the movies you've ever wanted to watch exactly if not <laughs> you know you should pretty soon but uh, but again it's a it's a great way to do it in into Put yourself in in the story of you, and it's mm-hmm. your life, and you get to design. You're the scriptwriter of your life, and don't delegate that. You know, write write it out the way that you want it to be. And if you're if you're in a scene right now that's not great. Well then you know that is in many stories, and think, uh, well you're going to overcome that and and write you know write the the fairy tale ending to your life, don't not necessarily thinking about the end of the life but end of this particular journey going, this is where you know I want to be." at this point, celebrating this and enjoying this and doing that. So that's no, a great analogy.
1: Exactly. And if I can add something to that, I think it's also important with your your hero's journey, with whatever hard thing you're you're facing, I think you need to understand just to set your expectations that hard things, in my opinion, come on a spectrum. And it's a spectrum of choice, a uh, choice about whether or not we can finish the task or whether or not we can quit the task or, or situation. And on one end, we have almost no choice about what is foisted upon us by circumstances, universe, God, whatever you believe in. On the other hand, it's hard things that we assume are of our own free will and choice, and we can stop it whenever we want, but we are also the, the person who is going to bring it to its end result. And on, on one end with no choice, I, I consider that you know health problems or the death of a loved one. Those are things that you can't really, you can't control. The only thing you can control is yourself, but you can't end the hard thing. You can't finish the hard thing. And with those, you kind of just need to endure it. And that's going to be a different hero's story than on the other hand, where most of the listeners on this show are are business owners. Owning a business is hard. And that's something that most of us, (laughs) uh, we choose to assume and we choose to undertake. And we can also choose to stop doing that or we can choose to continue until we reach our end result. And those, those require very different characteristics and d- different attributes. And they make a lot of different stories, different heroes journeys. So with writing your hero's journey and trying to move the needle, be very aware of which, where you are on the spectrum. So that way in trying to move the needle, maybe you have cancer. I, I've talked to a couple cancer survivors and, I mean, they have very interesting stories because honestly, for them, a good day is sometimes just waking up and not crying for the first half of the day. And, and that, that's moving the needle because if you can keep your emotional well-being during times like that, that's moving the needle. But on a business side, if you, if you wake up and you're just happy you weren't crying that day, you, I mean, you're not going to be in business so long. You got you to gotta move the needle in, in different ways. So that's just one thing I would add to that.
0: That's a great analogy with the, the cancer story too, because yeah, I, I've known a lot of people that have you know beat cancer on, on a couple occasions, or you know just you know a lot of people because you know it's one of those things that a lot of people face, and there's a common thread with them. It's like you know just I'm going to maintain an upbeat attitude on this. Yes, there's hard days, but I know that's part of the journey. I'm going to. Beat this! I'm going to do everything I need to do to you know, get past it, and you know that that mentality and keeping your mind on that. I'm going to beat this and get through this. Will help you beat this and get through this. It's it, it sounds so simple, but I know it's very hard for so many people to to get through all that stuff. Yeah. Justin, I've loved our conversation today. Where can people find out more about you and this awesome work you do?
1: excellent excellent um actually uh, the first place is uh, facebook or instagram probably instagram at uh, the hard thing podcast and then uh, i have a website i'm still working on it right now so i don't know if i'd go there but if you want it's just thehardthingpodcast.com uh and then obviously check out me on the hard thing podcast uh, wherever you hear wonderful podcasts like this one uh, and then the last of all i actually just came out with a a email course Uh, 50 ways to regain back your hope. I found that so often in life, we have these, uh, not major depressions, but these kind of lulls where we're just in a rut or something like that. And we just need something to get out of that rut. So here are 50 ways that you can try to to raise yourself out of those minor ruts. And the fun thing about it is, doing these tips in perpetuity actually improve your life altogether. So I would just recommend these to anyone. But if you're looking for ways to, to regain your hope or, or keep your hope alive, especially during COVID-19, you can uh, go and sign up for this email course. It's free. It's just your email and your first name. And I'll give the the, the link to Mike. It's kind of long, so I won't say it online. But yeah, there's that.
0: Awesome. I'll definitely have all that information in the show notes. So Justin, thank you again. Great to connect with you again on on my show. And thank you for allowing me to be on on your show as well and continued success.
1: Thank you so much, Mike. I've enjoyed this conversation and I certainly hope your audience uh, enjoyed it too.
0: (laughs) I'm sure they will.